Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast title is For Every Problem That You Face, God Has the Solution. Beloved hearts, we live in a day and time that is fraught with problems. A problem, according to dictionary.com, is any question or matter that involves doubt, uncertainty, or difficulty. It is a perceived gap between the existing state and the desired state or a deviation from a norm, a standard, a status quo. It is a gap between what is and how we would like things to be. Dictionary.com further states that although many problems turn out to have several solutions, the means to close the gap or correct the deviation, difficulties arise where such means are either not obvious or are not immediately available. In other words, there is an answer to the problem out there, but for some reason you either can't come up with the answer or you don't have the means to get to the answer. Every new day on planet Earth offers a full plate of problems, whether financial, economic, or social. Let's look at some characteristics of a problem. I expect that others may wade in with a different opinion about what constitutes a problem, but I'm going to put my own interpretations out there and based on engineering and medical theorists as well as my own theory. Problems are problems for you only when you're aware of them and when you decide to recognize them as problems. A mass in your abdomen, for example, was not a problem for you until you discovered that it was there, either as a sign, symptom, or abnormal lab value. You might have discovered its existence through a physician or someone else, and yes, it was a mass from the beginning of its existence, but it was not a problem to you until its discovery and your acceptance as such. Problems are problems because they have no easy answers. If they did, they would be already solved. Let me give an example. Johnny rushes into the kitchen just minutes before the school bus drives up and says, Mama, I need $25 for the field trip that we're going on today. Sorry, but I forgot to tell you. Well, if you have $25 on hand, you might be irritated with Johnny, but you just run in, you get the money, and you give it to him. But if you don't have the money, if payday is three days away, and you have no one to borrow the money from, you have a problem. All right, problems and values change over time. What is a problem for you today may not be a problem for you later in life. Here's an example. The 15-year-old nerd may see himself as a social reject, which may be a major problem for him at the time. But that same nerd who at 50 is the owner of a company, is a billionaire, and who has thousands of employees may no longer see his nerdiness as a problem. A problem is a problem if you believe it to be a problem. I was in Honduras, Central America a few years ago, 
And following a storm they had, I was profoundly affected by some of the things that I saw. The poor condition of the roads, the miles of highway with no street lights at night, the begging on the streets, the poverty, and men standing around armed with M-16s to protect the restaurants, banks, and shops. All of these were a major problem to me. But I also noticed that the vast majority of people just went on with their lives. They laughed and they lived and did not appear to be affected by their circumstances whatsoever. The things that I saw as a problem were everyday life to them. Now, there are some problems that are harder to deal with than others. Let's look at some examples. Illness, pain, the death of loved ones, murder rape, extreme poverty, homelessness, want, hunger, need, depression, drugs, alcohol, road rage, financial downturns, the loss of jobs, infidelity, aging poorly, theft, rejection, loneliness, and suicide. These problems represent some of the negative aspects of life that some people experience every day. For some, these problems are insurmountable. But I declare unto you, nothing is too hard for the Lord. I believe that for every problem that you face, God has the solution. And that solution is Jesus. The long list of problems that I just identified has a single source. That source is called sin. What exactly is sin anyway? Sin is a transgression of God's law. When God says don't, we do. When he says do, we don't. Some of us know the story of man's original sin, but let's briefly review it for those who may not be clear on the topic. God found sin in Satan when he, Satan, attempted to exalt his kingdom above God's. He was kicked out of heaven and he took a third of the angels with him. God created Adam and Eve and he gave them a free will to love him, which is shown through obedience. Yes, you demonstrate your love for God when you obey his word. John fourteen fifteen says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve flunked the test of love, and their sin plunged us all into the same state that awaits Satan and his angels, the certainty of hell after death. But God, in his matchless love, sent his son Jesus Christ as a ransom for our sins. Jesus walked the earth as a natural man who did no sin. He demonstrated for us that we could live a sinless life. Jesus hung, bled, died, was raised from the dead by God, and ascended back to our Heavenly Father to pave the way for us to be able to follow in His footsteps. To assure that we are able to make it back to God, we have the Holy Bible as our written guide, the Holy Ghost as our spiritual guide, and a great cloud of witnesses, that's in Hebrews chapter 11, who are human beings just like us, who successfully made it into the kingdom of heaven. In addition, we have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, 
and teachers to help us. Ephesians 4, 11 through 12 says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So what's the problem? Why is it that everyone is not saved? Why is it that everyone is not on his way back to heaven? Well, that's one major problem called Satan. Because he cannot get back to God, he does not want us to be able to get back to God. So he tries to trip us up. Jesus calls him a thief in John 10 and 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We give Satan too much credit, though, because if we really want to be saved, we can be. Jesus died so that we could be. We have to understand that sin is the basis of all of our problems, and we have to want to be free of sin and its consequences. We have to perceive that we have problems that God can solve and then go after God's solution with all of our heart. Jeremiah 29 and 13 says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. So in closing, I ask you, got problems? Get Jesus. God bless you.